everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, everybody. Friday, April 7th, 2023. Thank you for being here at Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. Welcome back again. Appreciate you as always. And by the way, we hit 200 subscribers yesterday, everybody. Hey. 203 subscribers today. Now we're officially broken that barrier. We're going to keep moving up and keep kicking some ass and keep moving it forward. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your chinchilla, tell your little squirrel, your little gecko, your little doggy, 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 your cat, cat, cat. Tell them all, watch Cruise Control. That's all I can say. And you already see everybody here, but I'm going to jump right into it. Joining us back from Florida is Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? Hi, wonderful. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here. I know it's not your uh, Friday, but it's actually uh, my welcome, Monday, welcome. which is really yeah. depressing. <laughs> uh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because we're going to celebrate for you. Also joining us back here at Cruise Control is Mr. Mike Casey. Mike, welcome back to Cruise Control. How's your day been? 200 subscribers, man. That's huge. Two, we hit the 200. We're at 203 officially right before we went live. 203. Pretty yeah, freaking my, awesome. My, my day's been good, man. I got out of work and I've been rocking some uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Steam Deck. Emulated. Mar legally, uh, legally emulated, of course. Le legally, right? Le yeah. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> In the Mario spirit today, I think, because Super Mario launched everybody. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later today. But also joining us here at Cruise Control is Rachel Blakely. Rachel, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm just, you know, living my best Barbie life when picking Looking my fantastic. Today, I thought, what would Barbie drink? And I went with a vodka crayon. Oh, I nice. It. Feels like a Barbie drink. I have myself a uh, an old-fashioned going on here, my own little co concoction with cold fashion, which is good. It's Friday, you know? I love myself some old fashions. <laughs> I, I heard and you for your own little cock concoction. <laughs> little I, cock concoction. I don't think I'm the only one that heard it. <laughs> that was just you, Mike. Hey, now. You're just, oh, okay, hey, okay. Now. <laughs> We've got it on tape. We can roll it back. I ask no to. questions. I I don't know what you're talking about. Old-fashioned, like a classic, is a classic, just like Super Mario. That's all I'm saying. It's a classic. So, And, you know, everyone's talking about Super Mario because it's been out for, like, they, they launched on Tuesday because they're like, let's just cash it on that Easter money. So they launched Tuesday, and they've been going strong since then. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But welcome to episode 53, everybody, of Cruise Control. Thank you for being here tonight. And as always, now it's time for some breaking news. on the chat didn't get a chance to say hi we're gonna dive right in the very first thing i want to talk about because we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about so i want to start off as we do on fridays if we have anything that's kind of sad or depressing or upsetting or the news is weird i want to dive into that first so the very first thing i want to talk about is michael k williams and coolio and you're like this is a weird combination well it's all about fentanyl everybody there's a fentanyl dilemma going around and it's been addressed just in the past few days because Michael K. Williams died from a fentanyl overdose, overdose, and so did Coolio. It came out, too, on Thursday that Coolio was an overdose. Of course, it was because they were lacing drugs with fentanyl. And now the person, that actually, the drug dealer that actually laced the drugs and actually sold them to Michael K. Williams on the street, and there's video footage, apparently. The cops found the video footage. They actually found um, security footage, and informants actually informed about this, that this was the person that, they, that they gave it to him. Of course, he took the drugs, and then he died. He had an overdose. It's very unfortunate. This is happening to a lot of people. But it happens in the entertainment industry, too. And I'm just saying right now, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. It's a huge problem. I mean, this man right now faces up to 40 years behind bars, which makes sense to me. And, you know, he, he friggin', he's, he's a drug dealer. He's getting his drugs. He's lacing it with fentanyl to save money. And then he's selling to people, and then people are dying. You know? So he's fucking them. He should be fucked, too. That's all I can say. 
But, you know, it's one of those things where the cops actually found him, which I was surprised. And the fact they actually had these dealings on tape also surprised me. And the fact that he actually pleaded guilty, again, surprised me. But it happened. And, like, Coolio's death came out, and his, his agent just came forward and said that was from fentanyl, too. Again, it's a problem. So I just wanted to address it very briefly here on Cruise Control. And it's sad. It's not something I ever want to talk about, but it's a problem. And people are going to die from it. We've had to call the 27 uh, Club for, for a certain reason because people die at 27 a lot of times from drugs. Uh, and this just makes it happen ever so often. People are struggling with addiction. They're struggling with, um, you know, just, just getting back to normal life and, like, how they deal with their lives. And sometimes they're the rock and roll lifestyle and they're doing all this shit because they have all the money and the fame in the world and they just want to be a rock star and they do it. And then... They can die just like that. The, the opiate epidemic is not a rock star problem, man. It's hitting it's your not, grandma. It's, it's hitting, it's hitting the dude at Walgreens. It's hitting everybody, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. it's, it's terrible and really sad. I, but to me, though, like hearing the guys at, uh, facing 40 years in prison, it's interesting because yeah. he would probably be facing less time in jail if he was selling pure, like the good... Uh, good heroin like so <laughs> right. regulating drug dealers i think it like was coke like... wasn't it coke what didn't they lace coke no. with it it was heroin uh, it was heroin yeah oh wow that's shocking I, I think i think there was um there was coke in the talk screen though too so who knows if that was yeah if that was laced or if he was doing a speedball situation uh, but they were saying it was fentanyl laced heroin though that was the big thing they were saying that actually did him in and then it says one count conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute fentanyl uh, uh, with heroin. So, oh, right. yeah. so they're just they're just making the laws regarding fentanyl be harsher, which I guess makes more sense. Harsher, yeah. You can you can kill a, a thousand times more people with fentanyl than you can with heroin, just because it's that much more potent. Yeah, it's it's very true. It's it's brutal, and it's it shouldn't be happening at all, but it is happening. And the fact that they're going after people, I think, is great because again, more and more people are dying this way. And of course, like I'm not saying, oh, make our drugs pure because people want to do drugs. I'm just saying, like, you know, this is this is epidemic. It's a problem, and you know, people that do do it, they're struggling, they're having issues with it, they can't get over it, and now they're dying because of it. They already had a chance they're going to die, but now even more so. So they're attacking these people that are actually trying to profit off people while raising the death rate for these drugs so it's it's really sad we like i said he was like michael was a great talent i loved him he was awesome like especially i, I love him on Bro boardwalk empire the most of course people know him for other things but i thought he was fucking fantastic on boardwalk empire and uh when you hear this you know died too young and coolio of course everybody knows gangster's paradise you know he was a huge time rapper and the fact that he was taken so early too sucks he found his in his friend's bathroom unfortunately you know it's just really sad it's just really sad so it needs to stop, but just so everybody knows it's happening to everybody out there, and it's some big news that happened in the industry. So yeah, careful, I wanted to bring it up. With your, careful with your heroin, guys. If, if any of you out careful. there are doing heroin, to make sure your heroin is thoroughly it's, mixed so you're not getting any not hot spots in there. It's not just heroin. It's everything. They're I know. It's cocaine. Yeah, putting it in weed now. So if, People are so saying they're putting your... fucking fentanyl in weed. Like, why would you even do that? It doesn't even make any sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, what the fucking fast – like, you just want to murder people. Like, it does not make sense. Check what you're and, getting. If you're going to do drugs, be yeah. as safe as you can. About it. Yeah, but it's how on, do you know? You. Like, how are you supposed to know? They're, they're like, that's kids. insane. Rachel, what are you thinking over there? I see the gears From going. Amazon, going on, who knows if they're real? <laughs> like, well, you, you get a uh, testing kit and it says it's fine, and then it's not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's just it's fucked up. I have a lot of thoughts about drug control in the United States, but we. I don't want to make this entire show <laughs> a complete a show. downer. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I'll just leave it at there. There are better ways to handle the drug crisis. Um, and we're not doing them. Yeah. And I'll just kind of leave it maybe... that, or I'll be going for an hour. 
Maybe this is a start to that, though. Maybe this is a start, you know, hitting these people hard, going after these drug dealers and being like, this is, it's not fucking cool, you know? It's just not fucking cool. Decriminalization is really kind of the way that you kind of stop all of that. So I don't think harsher punishments is the way to go so much as decriminalization and safe spaces. If we offered places where, because people are going to use drugs. That's just point blank. Humans like doing drugs. And humans are going to do drugs. And if you offer a safer place with medical staff for people to do them, you're going to dramatically reduce overdose. Yeah, 100%. And that could help. But it's, 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 it's a dilemma that goes back and forth and back and forth. And the problem is stuff like this is still happening. So there hasn't been a solution yet. That could help. Really could help. They do do that in a lot of places, um, you know, for like, instead of methadone clinics, they do do that with with certain things in in certain cities um and there is medical staff there that supervises um you know and i i think that does help in certain places but if you want to go out and party and blow a line of cocaine you can't go find a safe space to do that uh in the middle of a fucking club so like there's um you know it just depends like on what your thing is and what you're trying to do and like you know like a lot of these people are not drug addicts like, you know, I, I, okay, I want to do a line of cocaine. My friend had some and I did it and I died because there was fucking fentanyl on it. Like a lot of, you know, some people are addicts and yes, that is obviously an issue too, but there is like the occasional partier who like yeah. for the first time wants to take a pill of ecstasy and winds up fucking dead and, or for, uh, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to hop on my very brief, slight conspiracy theory soapbox here. <laughs> Back during the pre-prohibition days, the government did poison alcohol. It is on record that they did poison alcohol. I would not be surprised if the CIA or local drug enforcement or whoever was mixing in some tainted product to up arrest rates, to up death, to just kind of throw off the balance of things. I would not, I'm not saying that definitely is happening, but I would not be surprised. Because it's happened before. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. I have to strongly disagree with you. That's you fair. Never, you never know. Gr in the chat saying, "Make the dealers take their own products." I'm with that. Rachel, I'm I mean, with that, bro. Because dealers don't want to kill Rachel. their customers. They don't like, want that's, to, that's but they're still killing them. Model. Right, but the problem is, is you don't know how strong fentanyl is, and you fuck right. around and fucking put too much in. Like, I don't think it's like on purpose, but at the same time, how about? just sell your fucking product for $10 more and leave the fentanyl fucking out of it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Smuggle is the thing. It's, it's like by two orders of magnitude or three orders of magnitude smaller than heroin. So like one kilogram will net you, you know, $200,000 or whatever versus whatever heroin. It's just that much easier to get to get snuck through customs. Like, yeah, but like like it's there you, I mean, you can, I think you can legally buy fentanyl. Like I think you can legally get not well maybe 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 not legally but like you can like get it like from there is a medical use for fentanyl so there is legal channels to acquiring it yeah not no people aren't going through those channels but there are it is produced for a medical reason in some situations and and you can like you know it's like they used to cut coke with fucking baby powder or baby laxative and fucking dumb shit like that because nobody like everyone wants to make more money than they would make. But like, it's just, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I, I agree with you, Rachel, that, you know, 
fucking no one wants to kill their clients. Like that doesn't make sense. But at the same time, when you're messing with something that is so dangerous, like I I don't, I don't understand why you would take that chance. You know, you're already taking a chance by dealing drugs. Now you're taking a chance of murdering somebody. I don't know how you can live with that on your fucking conscience for five fucking dollars. Like just stop. It's easier to smuggle. It's it's, it's just concerns. It doesn't make sense. And that's what it is. But you know who also is easy to smuggle and probably takes baby aspirin himself is Paddington bear. So Paddington Bear, everybody. Wow. Paddington Bear is that coming was a out. Fucking segue. <laughs> probably, right probably also, probably also a product of a lot of drugs. Paddington OD'd on fentanyl. <laughs> he might. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time since the second movie. Now the third one that's coming <laughs> out. Cocaine Bear. We didn't so see after, Sabrina right there. On yeah, we missed the in between. Paddington 2.5 was Cocaine Bear, <laughs> but now we got Paddington 3 coming out, everybody. So Paddington 3 is happening. The three equal. Paddington in Peru. So they had to do a lot of drugs to make this one. But anyways, so they're going to begin filming in July. It's six years after the second film. So if you're a big fan of Paddington, of course, if you watch uh, the movie with Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage, and you know that they loved Paddington 2 so much. uh, (laughs) Does Paddington Bear wear a yellow raincoat? Why is he wearing a blue jacket and a red hat? Leave the man alone. Leave the bear the alone, reboot. okay? The gritty baby. <laughs> this is the third is one the coming llamas? in. The, the, llamas, the, llamas, the llamas made him change his clothes. <laughs> the llamas are fantastic. Leave the llamas alone. They're chilling. They're hanging out. So anyways, so the first two movies made like $500 million total, which is huge for something like this, wow. you know? And it, it scored like big ratings. People like rave and rave about Paddington 2. Apparently they say it's like the best movie. I've never watched it, but I hear it's fantastic over and over again. The same director of the first two. They have a new director doing the third one. Uh, Dougal Wilson's taking over. He's a big fan of the franchise. Excited to step in the chair. A little nervous, of course, because you got this big prestige, prestige fa- uh, uh, like fantasy venture you have to take over. And, and, and this all these fan base you got to make sure you're, you're taken care of. But yeah, Paddington Bear 3 is coming. And uh, not a huge fan, but it's uh, it's exciting for people that are Paddington Bear fans. A third one's coming. They're not saying much details, but it's going to be in Peru, apparently. So there you go. Get your rain jackets out. Get your hat on. Get your little snuggly bear oh. together and have some fun. Not your yellow you rain know? jacket. He's apparently wearing blue now. He's wearing blue. He's wearing blue. Not you know? feeling it. Yeah, and yeah, not feeling it. But you know what? Something that HBO Max is feeling is another Sarah Silverman HBO stand-up comedian special. That's right. She's getting her second stand-up special. And it's like, apparently the first one, it's so great. They're like, fuck yeah, time for another one. She's Two-time hilarious. Emmy Award winner Sarah Silverman. And uh, yet titled. It's not titled yet. They still haven't come up with a title for this. Her last one was called uh, Sarah Silverman, We Make Miracles. So this one, we'll see what they come up with. I don't know. You know, she uh, the earlier one, actually, the primetime show was like, it helped her so much. She just got her an Emmy nomination and everything. So honestly, this could be great. It's going to be at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, Massachusetts, and it's going to debut in May. So if you're a big fan of Sarah Silverman, you're getting some more stand-up comedy. Uh, anybody excited about this? Rachel, what do you think? You excited about some Sarah? Huh? Some more Sarah on HBO? She's not uh, She's not a comedian that I've enjoyed for a while. She has some like bad personal takes that I don't necessarily agree with. I, I, I'm, I have nothing to say about her. This is like the one thing I have nothing to say about. She supported Louis C.K. throughout his whole, you know, showing his dick to people who didn't want to see it thing. 
was like, people are overreacting. I'm like, I mean, I'm from New York. I've seen a lot of dicks that I haven't wanted to see in a fucking subway. So like, it's, I don't know that's that that's the worst like, thing in the world. You aren't like, people hey should see dicks they don't want to see. Like, no one should be trapped that's in probably... a room with Louis C.K. jerking it. Like, so, you're, so you're saying you had to see a, it, Sabrina, That's not a life so... choice I would make. So it's fair I'm... for everybody. No, I'm just saying, like, that's not the worst thing in the world that could happen to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just no, saying. No, but like, imagine your your boss or someone higher yeah, up. Like, yeah, just like it. that's that's fucked up. Like, here's yeah. the penis. I'd be like, I'm all, I'm gonna just let you finish that, and I'm gonna go uh, somewhere else. So have a nice night. Uh, and the subway user. feels different. It feels more oh, it, personal when you're locked in a room. It does. It doesn't feel different when it's like six inches Sabrina. from your leg. Like, no, yeah, I don't think gross. so. I'm not saying it's a good six thing. inches. It's a gross thing. It's all like, gross. Men are, it, those men who do that Sarah. are fucking disgusting. Okay. Just and saying. they should all just be. It's probably an appropriate little bit in the workforce. Probably inappropriate, I would say. Inappropriate <laughs> in all, in all <laughs> aspects. It's like some, I'm just it's saying. There's a Matt Lauer shit with the fucking things. door and the lock and the, and the blinds. You know, that's what that's like. There are worse uh, things. But if like my buddy was caught in a sexual assault situation, I wouldn't be like, you know what? It's fine. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, happen. Like, that, but okay so is that sexual assault seeing a penis like i don't think that's sexual it, it wasn't assault. just like a flash it was like he locked her in a room and was jerking it at her um he locked her in a okay. hotel room that she can't get out of by unlocking the door and exiting the building like i don't understand i thought he was like blocking the exit yeah if my, dude's blocking the exit i mean I, it, it, it's not dick a out well, where you go bathroom you could go into <laughs> i mean i don't know i feel like i i feel like i could have navigated that situation a little bit better and i'm like, not saying it's great and i don't want situation. it don't get me wrong no i get it i get it and i'm not sticking up for him i'm just saying yeah. Like to not like Sarah Silverman because she's like this dude's fucking funny and he made a mistake. Oh, I like didn't, I feel like I didn't that's not find her that right. funny beforehand. So it oh, really okay. wasn't so you're just not a fan point. in general. Okay, fair enough. But if something like this happens, you might want to call the cops. So bad boys, bad boys. Cops Reloaded is coming, everybody. So a Cops we Reloaded. Drink every time he has a really awkward sex. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. It was good. You've right? actually been on point today with the segues. <laughs> if somehow you went into a snuggle with uh, a smuggle instead of snuggle with Paddington Bear. I have to give you two points for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, it's a little snuggly. But the cops, the bad boys, bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? So apparently... Bad Boys, so it's called Cops Reloaded, is coming to the Law and Crime Network. Now, this is headed by Dan Abrams. So some of the most memorable experiences from the show are going to be in this. Talking about car chases, action-packed moments from the long-running series. You're going to have some, uh, you know, some, you know, all the crazy shit that happens on Cops. They're compiling all the best moments and making it, yeah, look at Toasty, and making it... Making it, well, yeah, but it's a clip show pretty much. It's like all the, it's like a best of pretty much clips. And you can also go on YouTube channel and see all the clips. But Law and Crime are, are spearheading this on the heels of Fox Nation picking up cops as a revival. Of course, they're calling that a revival, but cops really never ended. I mean, it started in 1989, everybody. Went until 2013. Because of and then the it was canceled. Strike. Yep, that's when they got canceled off Fox. Then they went to Par Paramount Network. Went from 2013 to 2020. Again, canceled because of, you know, all the all the cops stuff that happened in 2020 and now they're going to fox nation or they're on fox nation so it's a big thing though they're gonna start airing cops revival uh they started airing it last fall i guess there's are on on this new network they're about to start but they start airing before so now they're going over here it's a whole thing so they're gonna have a clip show a big whole new show but it's really all the old stuff rebooted into a whole new format for 
their new network. So good for them, honestly. The cops are, um, they're never going to stop with this. You know, cops have been going for so long. I mean, it's, it's like one of the like, number one reality show, like the first one. So it was the first good one. for cops. Right, yeah, good for cops, you know. Still going to go. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So Fox Reloaded, if you're a big fan, I've never even heard this network before. I mean, I'm like, like, what? It's fine to make new episodes, but I just don't see the purpose of a clip show. <laughs> it's a best of. It's a best of. It's It's gone for 36 seasons. So, like, the best of, like, that's, you know, like, the they, it's, it's they, 158 they episodes. Bad behavior. 158 episodes. It's like, what? It's I don't know. Lot. But. But this, but this law and crime network, I don't, I don't know why or where it came from, but it, it's happening. Is it like an like HLN the old Like, I think so. Yeah, they're, no, they're just, they're just putting stuff together and be like, we're gonna make our own new episodes, which, which is what the cops episodes were, anyways. When they go in the field, they're finding the best stories and putting them on the air. So, right. I don't know. Like, I guess, what do you? What's your, recycled. what's your best of? Yeah, it's recycled. That's all it is. So, this is happening. If you're a fan of Law and Crime Network, dong dong. It's That's your cops on reloaded order, going on. I know, but it's close enough, Is that right? An drink, drink. I'll drink, drink on that. Drink. Dung dung. <laughs> it wasn't an oh, impression though. Drinking? That was just me that was talking just about. Like, I need to know what you're drinking. Yeah, Mike, what are you drinking? This is rust remover. I found this under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> winks. Are rust? you drinking Winks? I don't know what Winks is. It's rust remover. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't... <laughs> It's not, that's not my brand, but yeah, similar. Yeah. But... <laughs> His brand tastes better. <laughs> yeah. Wings well, you can't you even know, put your skin to, so um, I hope it's As it wings. is Friday, though, we have yeah, to, we no, have to drink. This is what it is. Well, it burns? Is that what you said? <laughs> well, yeah. You know what also burns is Bowser. Bowser also <laughs> burns. That's right. I want to talk about Super Mario Brothers the movie because that just launched, just came out, came out Tuesday. I actually saw it last night. So it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm kind of still on this buzz from it. And honestly, the whole on thing with Chris buzz Pratt from Mario Brothers. Mario? I'm on a buzz from it. I am on a buzz. I'm on a buzz. I'll say I'm on a buzz. I was a big Mario fan growing up as a kid. You know, I played yeah, Mario one, Mario two, three. <laughs> my, you know, Super Mario World. for Mario. It yeah, we we totally are. To us. On you know, a I buzz even like the OG movie. Even the OG, OG, yeah, man. the OG movie wasn't that. I still liked it. It wasn't great, but it, I still liked it. You know, but this one I'm still on a buzz by. I mean, Chris Pratt. Everyone was arguing about Chris Pratt, like him playing Mario, and I don't want to get into spoiler stuff here. I just want to say they, they released a teaser one time where it showed like the Super Mario Brothers show, which was like a playoff, the 1980s version. And, um, you know, they had a live action. They went into the cartoon world. That was a whole thing that they did for Mario. So the Mario Brothers, it's not a spoiler because they released it, but they actually have like for their plumbing company, they use the Mario Brothers theme song and they're like on an adventure and it's the actual song and it's fun. It's nostalgic. And it's like, and they're totally 100% Italian, like over the top accents. Like it's a me, it's a Mario, new my thing, you know? And they're both like that, drink, and then they go out of it. Drink. Brian did a better Mario what? voice than the guy they cast for fucking Mario. He like, sounds like it when he does the accent like that. It sounds like it. I'll tell you this: this is not a spoiler. There's no like, but but normally when they're in the movie, like Charlie Day and Chris Pratt, it's more of a subdued Italian accent. It's not like they're over top going crazy. With the guy who actually played Mario does pop into it, playing a plumber. 
And uh, and he does like he goes and he goes, is this too over the top? And then the guy turns from like, okay, he's like, no, it's not too over the top. Yeah, <laughs> what he does is like his whole thing, which was a good insider okay, for people that the are cameo at least. You know, the cameo was there. So if you're a fan of it, like they had that moment. But my biggest thing, this I think, I think honestly, Chris Pratt was fine. It was very, it was fine. Um, you know, Peach was great. Toadstool was the man. It was the winner for me. Toadstool was great. Keegan I Michael honestly Key, thought, baby. Keegan oh, Michael. he was, he yeah, was fantastic. He's like, yeah, let's do this. I can't, I can't even do his voice. It was great. But it was right. totally with Toadstool. Like, you're and all you're doing is impressions. So you better start drinking mm. real, real fucking fast. Just stick a straw was, in it and just keep yep. going. He was badass. I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down the impressions. I'm gonna calm down a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna calm down. You, I'm waiting for a princess uh, Peach impression. I, I don't I don't have I don't have one for her. I really don't. Okay, good. But my biggest thing it's like I think the mushroom cat the kingdom looked great. I think honestly the way they laid the land out was kind of like Super Mario World. If you're a fan of the games, like it really did lay it out like that. And they had a lot of a lot, a lot of stuff from Mario Three, a lot of Easter eggs. The music really was the biggest driving force. They had all those little undertones from all the games. Like they go down that pipe, it's like no 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 You know what I mean? But then be gone. They pop in later. Like little things like that made me feel like a kid as I was watching it. My biggest thing that was weird for me, my takeaway, and this is, it's it's slight it's slight spoiler, but it's not is is Bowser. I love Jack Black. I think he's great. That he was a great choice to play Bowser. I think it was awesome. But the same aspect, uh, Mario Odyssey did this. So Mario Odyssey had a storyline where Bowser loved, I mean, loved Princess Peach and wanted to marry her. And uh, and let's just say Bowser loves the fuck out of Princess Peach in this. Without going too far into it. Uh, Jack Black released a song called Peaches, and it's in my head. It's in the movie. Go on YouTube and watch it. Uh, it's 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 something. In the movie, it's definitely something. And I busted out laughing very hard. But overall, if you're if you're a fan of Mario, the platform version of it, you get your your fix of that. It, it feels like you're playing the game. They do a, a mix between platform and live action, like first person where you're jumping through blocks and running around the room. It's fun. It reminds me of the Lego movie a lot of ways. But like, you know, different, but different in its own way because it's Mario. But the ratings are huge for this. Like the numbers are big for Nintendo and for Illumination, who did, of course, the Minions movies oh, of course and did. Illumination. It was Illumination, yeah, yeah. You know, that's who did this. The yeah, numbers though the are Minions movies. That's huge. Bigger, bigger than the Minions. So the Minions, like they go like five day opening. So the, the five day opening for Minions compared to the five day opening of Mario is going to be drastic. As it's looking right now, if it keeps going, so they're saying for the Minions, it was 115.7 million for their five day opening. For Mario, it's going to be 195 million, they're saying. So look at those numbers alone. In their opening, they've already made more than the original Mario movie. Already. The original made like 30 million. It was a $50 million yes. budget. So, I mean, they, they overdid that a million that times over. For inflation? Uh, not, that's how it was at the time. So it's not adjusted. But uh, their, their numbers, though, for Illumination and for the Mario is. You know, that it is for, for, for those, for the new ones. But not Brian, the original Brian, Mario. When, they, when they make the inevitable sequel, are they going to base it on a lesser-known Japanese film, Doki Doki Panic? I hope so. I honestly <laughs> hope so. I honestly hope so. But the numbers are huge, though, for Jesus. this. So I just want to go around the room and say, because I don't think, I think I'm the only person that saw it. So I want to go around and see if people are excited about it or not. Mike, are you excited about this at all? Do you think this is a good idea? And do you think that from the trailers that this would be a good Mario movie? You know I'm fucking excited about it. The trailers were- What the were fuck is that? 
That's the OG yeah, I don't like to make comparisons when I'm right next to. Is that another? Is that another Mike Doc? If you can just Mike Doc happening right now. Mike Koopa. Mike Koopa. Look, Modak was okay. I can accept Modak. I was switching over. Start making references to Goombas from the 1992. Uh, Mario movie, then it's just going to be the therapist bills are going to be too, more than I can afford. That wasn't meant to be that. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian you, you know I'm excited, dude. I, I can't believe how uh, how just packed full my feed has gotten with everybody being like, oh, like the Mario movie only got 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, well... First, 97 though, audience! That Dude, that's that's what I'm saying. First off, okay, 54% for a video game adaptation movie? In the whole spectrum of video game adaptation movies? That wouldn't even be that bad. But then you look at the fact that people like the movie, almost everybody likes the movie, like, what it's, what were people expecting for this? Did, oh, they, they're, like, the critiques are like, oh, the storyline is basic, like... Yeah, Nintendo is it's a Mario storyline. Is, is notoriously like close guarded with these characters, and these characters like Mario, Link, they don't speak. They're supposed to be surrogates for every person on the planet. If you start giving them like <laughs> massive personality traits and flaws, you're gonna be pissing off everyone in the universe. It's true. It's like, true. So, so I mean, I think that they uh, what Illumination they they nailed it with with the look. They got. Uh, Incredible oh, the look is fantastic too. Comedians that people like, like you go with a safe story. You do all the all the fan service, like you make it so cute. much fan like, service. This, by the that's way, that's all. That's anybody that wants more than that. I mean, we we should hold our art to a higher standard. I mean, I do think that that affects the culture, <laughs> and I think that that affects that where we're headed as a species and and as a planet. But uh, but yeah, what what did you want? Like, I'm really excited to see it. I got what I wanted out of it. It felt like an actual, like, accurate interpretation of Mario from, like, video game look to actual, like, storyline. Like, well, if you're a fan of game, Super Mario 64... Like, it looks like Odyssey or 64, right? Like, right, yeah, off, the, yeah. right off the screen. It, there's a lot of Super Mario World and a lot of Super Mario 64. So if you're a fan of those games, you're going to love it. And the music cues, again, are amazing. Rachel, are you a fan of Super Mario and are you excited about this at all? I like Mario. Um, I want to be excited about this. I just feel like the voice cast was prioritized for fame over voice talent. Um, there's something to be said that many of these people have not done voice work before. And I think that competent voice actors could have been a better choice. That ship than has going sailed in for... mainstream Hollywood, though, hasn't it? Yep. I just, I just, I hate the concept, has. though. I'm allowed to hate I'm, I'm the with concept. You. I'm, like... I'm with you. I just think we're, we're, it's been, the choice has been made. Uh, if there was a bunch of unknown people, I would not have been this successful. It, that, that is true, but they're, but stacking the cast that full, like you could have had one or two big names and gotten away with it. But I just think stacking the entire cast and a lot of the cast I'm excited about. I think Charlie Day is an amazing choice for Love Luigi. He's Super great. happy about that. I think Jack Black is an amazing choice for Bowser. And even Toad is, is King and Michael Key. Great choices. Yeah. But did the rest of the cast need to be headlined? I feel like Anya Taylor Joy is also. She a was very good awesome. Choice. She was fantastic. She was perfect. Perfect. Um, I will say my only critique on the voices out of all of them was Cranky Kong. Cranky Fred Kong. Armisen. If you're a fan of Donkey Kong Country at all, like Cranky Kong is supposed to be this old kind of Grandpa Kong, you oh, know, is my buddy. interpretation. <laughs> and and Fred Armiston was like Fred Armiston, like he couldn't remember his lines. That's what it reminded me of. Like he couldn't remember right. his lines. 
and and mm-hmm. I didn't even know Fred Armisen was in this. Like this cast is so yeah. stacked. And it's Seth ridiculous. Rogen too, isn't it? And he's a big like, part too. A lot of people. Seth, I'm, I was fine with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen was Seth Rogen. Like I well, said to Mike before the show came on. Seth Rogen cast. I'm just saying. It's yeah. Seth Rogen cast. specifically said, "I will not be doing voice acting. In. I will be just saying my lines." And that's he said so he phoned shitty. it in. That is so yeah, shitty. Such good voice actors. There are so many good and notable it's voice true. actors. You could have gotten voice actors who are recognizable names. I will say Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eckner were the only rays of light in fucking Billy Lion Eckner's King. Billy Eckner's fucking but, No, no, no. No, no she's I'm looking at Lion, Lion King. King. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, honestly, he was Pumbaa. Rachel, the loser shit. <laughs> and Timon was Billy Eckner. And like they were literally the anytime they were on screen, I was happy. And then when they weren't on screen, I, I love was Billy like, Eichner. I think he's great. Me too. He's hilarious. But he's kind of like a mid tier. Like he's B list. Like he's not an A list actor. Oh, if we're Billy being Eichner, honest with ourselves, friend here. of the show. No, he is a friend of the show. <laughs> he, he but was. we can have B list friend of the show. He was. It's awesome. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Friend of the show. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's a number one friend of the show. I love Bruce Campbell. Why are you bringing him? Sabrina, are you excited about this at all, or what? Are you? Do you think this would be good at all, or what? How are you feeling about this? Uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, uh, Mario sixty four was my favorite Mario game of all time. I beat all sixty four levels and all the secret things, and I got the star next to my name, and it was the greatest moment of my life when I was eight or however old I was. Um, and so I'm nostalgic about that. Um, we used to always go to the Nintendo Championships in Manhattan when I was little, and like what? I would uh, all the time. And my brother and my cousins would always kick ass at Mario, but I was the Tetris girl um, personally. But like I, I Tetris grew is up. Shit. I know it is. That's my jam. Um, but I grew up around you know four boys. I have three cousins and my brother, and you know we are all very close. And so I've, I've definitely was exposed to. Um, Super Mario Brothers and a million other video games, you know, but uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very torn. Um, I like that it's only an hour and a half because that's my kind of movie. Yeah. I don't want to be there for it seven fast. months. Unless it, it's it moves so fast. Um, and I do, I actually, I, I know everyone's going to get mad at me for this, but I love Chris Pratt. I think he's fucking great. I love him as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I think he's a really talented actor. Charlie Day is another one of my favorite people on the fucking awesome. planet. I fucking I love him. It's talented, but it's so hard for me to aggregate his anti-LGBTQ feelings. Oh, I didn't even know that oh, was a yeah. thing. Yeah, he's like super against the gays, and I'm like, really? That's not cool. Yeah, he goes. Oh, he, he's very he's, religious. He, yeah, he's associated he's, with he's a church super that has some what? Like, religious. not great. Oh, I yeah. know you're ruining my life. Please don't. I know it hurts as my as, feelings too. As Parks and Rec is like oh, my favorite people, show. People stay in churches for a lot of reasons. It doesn't necessarily mean that they support oh. every stance. Like it can be, you know, like people stay in. But he hasn't actively oh. said that he supports the LGBTQ while simultaneously being in a group that mm. actively hates the LGBTQ, kind of and bummed. it puts him in a really shitty place. That's not, yeah. I, I had it I makes had no me uncomfortable personally as a member of that. the LGBT claw. He's one of my favorite. Which sucks. Oh, that's so sad. And now he's Mario. And now he's Mario. Yeah. So everybody, the thing is though, Super Mario Brothers is out, the movie. If you're I a fan of the video like games. Oh, oh yeah, Rachel, I'll go back I, to me. I wasn't done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started drinking before I, well, I was doing my makeup. Um <laughs> Um, I appreciate the synergy that Universal is doing here because they just opened Super Mario World over in California. Yeah. So the synergy, beautiful. 10 out of 10. Good job for that. 
Have you gotten out there to Super Mario World in California? No, I, I live I in go. Colorado. <laughs> I want to go. I haven't gone yet either. Uh, I had some friends that went and they love it. They sell a $60 fucking bracelet that you can put on your hand and walk around and collect The bracelet's dumb. Like, what the fuck is the, the bracelet? Like, it's, it's, it's a money, money racket. racket. Like, you. you can punch the block, right? Yeah, you can punch the block. No. When we come out, Brian, you and me and Sabrina will do a Universal Day, and then you and I yep. will do a California Adventure Day. Brian, wait, what about me? Uh, I love California Adventure. You said you didn't want to see Rogers the Musical. You you shit all over it. You said why does it have to be a musical? I can go on the cool rides, and you can go see that fair. dumb piece of shit. Right, you go ride the it's... roller coaster. I won't ride. We'll go watch the dumb piece of shit. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds great. And there'll be a lot, of, a lot of sushi. Sorry, Brian. Well, yeah, you know, it's good. But as I was saying, Super Mario Brothers is coming out, or it's out now. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Honestly, I'm, I'm still giving it a thumbs up. I had fun with this, even though it is a little controversial with the cast. Um, you know, people, again, Chris Pratt, people are like, what about that? Honestly, Bowser is still my thing where I'm like, I expect Bowser to be the big bad that just, you know, captures the princess. Not singing and Bowser songs. has, uh, all I can say is Bowser has some emotions. And with that, I have to say this. When you watch it, you'll know. Peaches, 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 I love you. That's all I can say. Anyway, speaking of our big time actor who is also doing animation, I want to talk about The Rock and Moana. Thanks, GR. Live action. Live action is happening. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson came forward and said, hey, everybody, we're doing a live action version of Moana. That's right. We're going to do this for sure. He's really excited about it. Since uh, 2016, when it came out, it was a huge hit for Disney. There's a spinoff coming right now on Disney+. Plus. That's going to be a continuation of the first one. It'll be like a sequel. With they're not, They haven't announced all the actors that are coming back for this, like voice actors, but it's moving forward. They're developing that. And on top of that now, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, we're making uh, an actual live version. And he hasn't said officially he's coming back, but you know his ass is coming back. That for sure is happening, and this is this is a this is a big thing. They had a, a meeting about it. They had the Walt Disney Company 2023 shareholders meeting, and that's where this was announced. And the Rock's production company, Seven Bucks, is going to be spearheading the whole ordeal. Uh, the actual the uh, the soundtrack for it, the film soundtrack, it was the tenth best selling album of 2016. It sold 2.7 million units worldwide. Good Huge. Old yeah, yeah, of course you got, I mean, it's a great, it's a great cast, it's a great music, uh, there's some great music, and if you ask me, honestly, I was surprised by how good the movie was, I wasn't expecting it to be good at all, and, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that's great, the rock song, You're Welcome, is a lot of fun, and good for him, like, spearheading this and making it happen, they haven't really said officially if the, um, if the TV shows going to have any kind of issues moving forward because of this, because, you know, they were developing that first, so the question would be maybe the movie would, you know, negate that, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't seem like it as of now, especially because that's a sequel. It might just delay it until after this comes out, and then they release that. But it's still pretty interesting to see that. I mean, this is a big a big motion for Disney these days, to be pushing forward, taking their animation stuff and making it live action. So this is another big one. So I know, Rachel, but it's happening. So Rachel, with that look, I'll go to you first. Rachel, are you excited about this or do you think that this is a bad idea and The Rock's taking seven bucks to stick it up his candy ass? <laughs> that was aggressive. I don't feel that aggressive about it. I do feel it's unnecessary. Um, I think that all these live actions are unnecessary but to remake something that came out seven years ago right. live action is beyond me I, I the only good that can come out of this is that if they tweak the soundtrack lin-manuel miranda could get his oscar and then he could have his egot that's oh. it 
Maybe. <laughs> well, also, the, I, one of the people that worked on, one of the producers from Encanto, which was Lin-Manuel, too, is actually working on this as well. So maybe he could bring him in on this, too. I, I, I wouldn't happen. have any doubt that he would be of a part of it. Of course he would be a part of it. He, he wrote the, the entire one, original like, soundtrack. What, uh, you know so. what I mean? Like, of yeah. course he's going to be a part of it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sabrina, are you excited about this? Or you think this no. is a great idea? You think The Rock has Absolutely a great no. monumental uh, movie no. to make? Or you think this is bad? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't want any of this live action bullshit. It's like, just stop. Stick to what you're good at. Disney, like, make fucking cartoons. Everybody loves it. Like, why are you annoying me? I've had enough of you. I really fucking have. Like, you've ruined everything that I love. You buy things and you ruin them. And I'm like, I just, I don't like it anymore. Like, you own everything. You don't pay well. And you fucking just beat shit to death. And I've had enough. So I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. I do. Lin-Manuel, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Hamilton's the only musical, aside from Les Mis, that I don't fucking hate. So yay to you. You're an amazing person. You're a great songwriter. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I think I just came in my pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, do you got, what do you got there? What do you got She's there, Rachel? She's a signed my, playbill. My oh. Lin's not on it. It wasn't when oh. he was running, but... <laughs> That's when I went to New York. Literally, I am obsessed with that fucking play, and I don't even know why, but I am obsessed with it. I hate history, and I hate musicals, but for some reason, this is the greatest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. I don't know why. It makes zero sense. Let's go to New York, Sabrina. Let's go see it. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Well, he'll never do it again, and neither will Leslie or Jr. It's not going to happen. But the cast they have right now is really good. I saw that Pantages third row, like happenstance, um, and it was not as good. And I so want you have... to know this. This is the thing. The understudies, there were three understudies. George Washington was an understudy. Hamilton was an understudy. And um, the, the one who played Peggy, Skyler, was an understudy. They all were the best in the whole fucking show. And it really that happens. That happens. They want it the really best. bad. And it's actually I looked through the that, at that moment, and I was like, it's their chance to shine. And that That's what it is. It's like it killed it, you grab you grab the ball the bull by the nuts at that point, and you you fucking rock and roll, Mike. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know, Mike. Are you that excited about this? We got horns, two, Brian, but we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> we got two no's against this, Mike. Are you excited about this? Are you like this shouldn't be happening? I've got I've got three things for this. One, uh, yeah, Rachel, this is a very fast turnaround time. So what what are we? 2016 to 2023, yeah. seven years we're mining. So it's gonna get closer and closer. We're gonna be there's gonna be Law and Crime Channel Two. We're gonna be just referencing things that have happened in the very recent past. So get ready for that. Two, uh, Seven Buck Productions. I wasn't aware that this is the name of the Rocks uh, production company. Yep, you have Seven name Bucks for a production company. I like that a lot. There's actually because he had seven bucks in his pocket that. one time. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he was like at his worst, he only had seven bucks in his pocket. So that's why he came up to it. You know, that's a, that's where it came from. That's yeah. a very Cliff Notes version of the story, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> when his life was the worst, apparently. And then three, I had some comment on Moana, but I don't remember what it was anymore. <laughs> It's all that rust remover. Moana is a perfect example how you can have one, like, legacy, or not legacy, but, like, one stunt cast. Rock was the big name in that movie. The actress who played Moana was a unknown actress. And it was fine. It was perfect. That movie did great. It worked. Mario did not Mm -hmm. need to stunt cast the entire fucking cast. (laughs) I like how you jump back to the Mario. I like that. That's good. (laughs) My favorite thing was reading the article. They're like... Disney's classic Moana. And I'm like, it's not a fucking classic. It happened like five minutes ago. Like, what, how dare you call Cinderella's a classic. 
you know what peaches, I mean? You, peaches, 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 peaches. Ryan, for fuck's sake, God damn it. I, um, I, remember, I remember my third point. Oh, good. Uh, Wait, what you got Rachel, there? You, you don't have to worry. I think we all of us know that Lin-Manuel Miranda, if anyone was ever going to EGOT, Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to EGOT. He's so if it doesn't happen EGOT. right now, it's going to happen in the very near future. I cannot wait. I love him so much. He was the best part of that fucking His Dark Materials show. I honestly watched it just for him. He and every episode he wasn't on, I was Encanto. pissed. Nom. He was oh, yeah, He should have sure. won. For sure. I have to say, though, I don't think anybody is going to EGOT that's making the Barbie movie. So the Barbie oh, movie is coming out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, the face, that, the face that Rachel has right now. <laughs> the Barbie trailer came out. <laughs> I mean, maybe. You never know. You hey, never Bobby, know. Come on. <laughs> you make an EGOT. So the Barbie trailer just dropped. The, the main featured one came out for the Barbie movie. And, um, you know, I, I love how they started. I laugh because they're like, hey, Barbie. Hey, Ken. Hold what? Hold on. Hold on. Wait, just what? so you know, Margot Robbie and uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Both Ryan Gosling. Oscars, and so does Greta Gerwig. So I don't know about your EGOT theory. So just continue. Sorry. <laughs> well, I just mean like I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know. But anyway, so Barbie, the trailer dropped. They had a teaser that came out before, but now the official tra uh, the official trailer came out where they're actually breaking it all down and they're kind of giving a little bit more. And interesting enough, it's like they show them in like Barbie world. You know, it's like Barbie land. They say you know Mattel world, the real world, if you will. If um you know if you've been watching, if you've been what's it called, real something, real. You know, but anyways, so they go to the Barbie world and this kind of surprised me. I was kind of shocked went to actually Barbie's world. I thought that maybe it would be somebody that's wants to be Barbie, maybe the model, but it's actual Barbie in Barbie world with a million Kens, a million Barbies. If you watch the trailer, it's like all different people that are, you know, the same name because that's what it is. Like everyone's Barbie. It's Barbie, different shapes and sizes and everything as opposed to the same thing as Ken, Ken of all shapes and sizes and everything. And to me, I thought that was actually kind of fun. It's also, it's like the dream world. And then she, to me, I'm getting this. They're leaving the dream world and they're going to the real world. Well, Will Ferrell's there running Mattel and telling her what's going on and how to market herself to the world. And honestly, just overall, I think it, I think it was a fun trailer. I think it was a fun trailer. I do. I do. Margot Robbie, is a, she's a great Barbie. She really is. Like for the main Barbie, I think she matches perfectly. In the initial teaser, they showed her as like, it was like, uh, it was like it was like Space Odyssey in a way. It was like dun 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 dun. You know, like her as Barbie, which worked. It was fun, but this this was. I mean, they're all good. They all they all look their part. You know, it's just how far. I mean, how good is this movie gonna be? Honestly, you have Barbie in the real world. What's it gonna be like? I'm kind of skeptical. Like, where you go? What's the storyline for this? Like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be that she has to like, like she? It seems like this world exists, right? Mattel world exists wherever this world is. Barbie land, and now she leaves it and goes to the real world. But, like, what's that mean for the real world? Is that the whole premise? Mike, what do you think? Are you excited about the Barbie movie? What do you think thank, this is going to be for a premise for, based on this trailer? coming to me first on this one. Because I, <laughs> I knew Rachel, our, our, our re princess in residence, was going to want to have the, the real, you know, the meat in the later part of the segment uh, for this one. Yes. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about Mario, like how the visual appeal goes a long way. I, I'm a guy. I'm an aesthetics guy. Like it, it doesn't bother me that they're really spending their time on that. And they're, you know, and it's, 
this is peak nostalgia. These are 1991 neon colors, right? Like, yeah, just trying to reach back into the brain stems of people that maybe have a little bit of money now and a little bit of expendable income and just whatever they can do to kind of squeeze the the money teat out of your brain stem. Uh, feel free to quote me on that. Um, so I think, I think it has the potential to be very iconic. It looks super campy. I think uh, it's going to really appeal to people that are big fans of the color pink and also oh, people yes. who like to indulge in cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to the, the record, cocaine. No fentanyl. Okay. no fentanyl. No fentanyl. No, fentanyl. no I, I have a feeling that, uh, that, that's, that Mattel uh, gets you the real shit uh, unadulterated. <laughs> We're, we're gonna we're gonna see what Rachel says the last of this. Why don't we go to Sabrina next? Because I know Rachel's like itching at the bit to do this. But Sabrina, what do you think? You saw this trailer. Do you think this is gonna be good? Do you think that this world makes sense? Do you see an idea here that works as a movie? My number one problem, uh, which is very specific, is that the very first shot they showed was her taking off her shoes and her foot still being in the high heel position. However, that seems she- like Barbie though. She has no problem using her fingers or her fucking elbows. Okay? Barbie's Not when she like drives. This. This Logical is Barbie. consistency. Barbie That's what is we like want. this. Okay? Barbie should be driving like this. She should be saying hi like this. She doesn't have movable fucking hands. They're shaped like this. This is a Barbie hand. And my friend was Barbie as Halloween, and I commended her until she got shit-faced. She was doing this the whole time. And I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> You're doing Barbie. But if they're going to make a shot of her not being in her fucking heels and having toes up, she should fucking have hands like this. That's really upsetting to me. So that's a fucking faux pas, Greta Gerwig, and I'm not happy about it. Number oh, one. Lexi Number says that Sabrina's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah, I. you know what? Because I like you, Lexi, I'm not going to yell at you right now. Um, <laughs> I think it's a compliment. But there were some fun know. moments. I am we, so we, we, not- Barbie girl, I am so much more a boy than I'm more of a Ken than I am a Barbie, and everyone knows that. That's true, but I can't help what I was born with. I don't dye my hair. Like, this is what happened. I can't help it. You know what I mean? Kind of a skipper, if you ask me. I grew up with, you know what? Now you can go fuck yourself, Mike Doc. Why don't you take a fucking trip? Okay? I got one here. Oh, my God. I would say, though, in the trailer, though, it was kind of fun where they're like, he's like, can I come over tonight? And she's like, dude, that's not cool. I don't know why they did that to her. I, I did think it was great when he's like, can I come over tonight? She's like, why do you want to spend the night? He's like, just cuz. She's like, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Because they don't really the, know how to fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, they, the they don't movie, they don't have that. They don't, they, you know, that's the whole joke about the Barbie dolls and the Ken dolls. And she's like, there's nothing there, you know? So they made a joke about that. And the beach off thing was pretty funny at the end of the trailer too. Oh, I'm going to beat you off. I'm going to beat you off. I'm going to beat you both off at the same time. And I'm like, I yeah, see what you're doing I here. I didn't laugh at that. It was not fucking <laughs> funny to me. It wasn't funny. Well, like, well, now we all had our little conversation. <laughs> I want to ask Rachel Maybe. what she thinks. Because yeah, Rachel is the Barbie girl here right now, dressed as, you know, in her, in her Barbie world. Yeah, Rachel, Barbie what do you think? Um, what do you think about this trailer? Are you excited? I am somebody who grew up with Barbies in the 90s, and I absolutely loved Barbies. I am huge Barbie. Like, I have, I have like, collectible Barbies that you can't see off screen. Um huge barbie fan and also we have seven transformers movies why can't we have one barbie movie um, <laughs> good point just put that out there. um this movie is not going to be what the trailers are putting it out to be 
the trailers are trying to put it out to be as like a fun, upbeat, entirely happy movie. This Gritty movie reboot. is going to be Barbie's mental fucking breakdown because she's going to get to the real world and it's going to be so different than the Barbie world. She's going to lose her shit. And Barbie is a feminist icon. Barbie has had every job. Barbie's been president. Barbie has been a scientist. Barbie was having all jobs. She's a feminist icon. She's fucking perfect. How is that a feminist icon? They made girls want to look like that. That's fucked up. The stylization is not my favorite thing. But in the modern day, they, they have fat Barbie. And I love fat Barbie. Well, um, I mean, when I was growing up, there was no fat Barbie. There was only super hot Barbie who is, looked fucking perfect and her hands were it like is Hey, fat Barbie is super, super hot too, Sabrina. Those are your prejudices, okay? Hot. Not ours. Okay, I'm just saying, my, the Barbie I grew up with was the one Barbie. And then there was Skipper who was flat-footed and flat-chested. And then it there is. was like fucking- Skipper. Yes, yeah, Skipper's her like niece or some yeah. shit. I don't fucking know. Skipper's, I think her younger sister. It's her dental yeah. Skipper and Kelly. Well, they did Skipper dirty. So, Mike, again, go fuck yourself. Thank I'm you. I'm Barbie. Let's go party. Um, but also, like, <laughs> Barbie, like, stunted a whole generation of girls who thought they it had to be fucking perfect. Fair. It is entirely fair to criticize Barbie's looks. But Barbie has always had jobs way beyond what was available for women at the time. Barbie is a career fucking woman, and Care- Ken is just fucking there. Ken is an accessory to Barbie. <laughs> he he really is. is. I no. agree to Make- that. No. I agree to that. And I feel like uh, Ryan Gosling uh, in the trailer. Ryan like, Gosling in- was a terrible cast. I, I hate him, but I'm pissed. saying he does seem like an, a total accessory. He was like, she's like, oh. Do you have your rollerblades? And he's like, I bring them everywhere. I want to. I want to. Which is the thing. I think he comes with rollerblades, right? Beach um, can comes is, with blue Okay, so here's here's the thing about the <laughs> no. costumes is all the costumes are actual Barbie outfits and actual oh, Barbie know. models that were given. I have I and literally have a chest of, like that I still have away. A giant fucking box of Barbies. I have Barbie in the box still. Like I loved Barbie. I just believe she was healthy featured, for children who grew up with her. Which is a fair criticism. But they even featured pregnant Midge. Pregnant Midge is oh, part Midge, of I forgot animal. about Midge. Hey girl. Of course, the Love pregnant doll Midge, is named Midge. Queen. Midge, like what? <laughs> right. right? Hey, fair, like, who Midge comes up with that? Sixties. Um, <laughs> but pregnant mm. Midge is there, and Alan is there. Michael Sarah is playing Alan. Alan, yeah, it's deep. amazing. Alan was yeah, yeah, Alan. three dolls that Afron, only came yes. out in Ken should be Zac Efron. One hundred percent. We have said it from day yeah, one. I can Ken see that. There's a cast in here. Like there's John John Cena's in this shit too, also as a Ken. And, and you oh, he's movie. also a Ken. Uh you also this have um Kate McKenna's a Barbie as well in this too. So yes, there's a lot of people that are actually showing. Which I am thrilled to see what they do with that. Um this movie dug deep into Barbie lore and pulled everything they could out of it. And I think that it was made with a lot of love and a lot of care. And I, I think Greta it's going it's like the Mario movie. One hundred percent amazing, and somebody is going to win an Oscar from this. I don't know if it's the costuming department. No or one Greta. is going to win an Oscar for this. Somebody is going you know, to win you know, an you know Oscar. Who, for you know who? You know who is? I will put Helen that Mirren. Right Helen Mirren now. is as an as the narrator. She's going to win it. Helen Mirren's the narrator. She's going to win it. Somebody. Hey, 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 Rachel, <laughs> I'm, I'm, can I ask you a Lexi, quick question? Do, do you What's have up? do you have insight uh, into what the plot of the movie is, or are you just prognosticating this? Straight I up, because it sounds it sound, of, that sounds entirely plausible. I'm piecing it together from what I know of the film itself, and between Greta Gerwig as a director, mm-hmm. and just like what it her. seems to be hinting at. I, this I, film is going to be deeper you, than people be 100% expect it to be. Spot on with that, right? 
I think you're going to think it's so. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so fucking good. And did you see the first teaser that was a direct um like playoff, uh, Space playoff Odyssey. of Space Odyssey? <sighs> yeah. Amazing. Bum, bum. Oh, it's like, gonna be amazing. It's, not, it's definitely not gonna be it. amazing. It might be tolerable, but it's definitely how, not gonna be amazing. How excited men were for the Joker! This is my Joker. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, I mean, oh, there we go. This is your Joker. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> What's up? The Barbie fans are slightly less toxic. It's very true. I, mean, I don't know. I love. I love Barbie. I grew up with Barbie. Like I honestly, I don't really see the need for it personally like it's it really like i they're all whole, my my generation you're much young you're much younger than Barbie. me transformers are fucking cool they're cars and they turn into fucking aliens i love they transformers i am optimus prime and president yeah okay listen i feel she does it all i know she played tennis i know she was peaches and creams barbie she had her her, her uh, day suit where she went to work and then she can go out at night and party afterwards she was like a, a an upscale gem um pretty much you know and i'm down with an that upscale I gem. Grew yeah, up we, with we that. haven't even we haven't even brought class fantasy into this whole discussion <laughs> we probably shouldn't but that i do think that that's a, another level of commentary that's relevant but, like, to the from barbie up, when i grew up you're much younger than me a plane like she right. had it all but you are much younger than me and when i was growing up and had barbie it was just barbie it was 50 shades of barbie and then Skipper came in at the end. And then also Skipper. it was like, it's like Barbie and her perfect boyfriend, Ken. Like it's a very unhealthy fucking thing 60s. to sell to a fucking child. The body image, I will 100% agree with you. I will never ever debate the body image issues with you. But from the sixties, Barbie was a career woman. She had jobs. She was doing yes, stuff I that normal you. women couldn't sure, do she had jobs. She was also perfect looking and had a perfect rack right. and perfect legs and fucking and again, perfect hands. Not debating you on the and body Ken image issues. had a fucking six pack. The Ken doll literally had a six pack. So right. it's like, if I don't look like this and I don't date this, <laughs> I am not successful. Like Barbie is successful. I can't be mad Not debating Barbie. you on the body I mean, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> the, 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 the lack, right of, penis, the lack like, of a penis of made age, him slightly less sexually I threatening. I came of age in the 2000s. <laughs> just, just, uh, just a little bulge. A little bulge so, like, is all he had going on there. It, it, was, it, was, it was a pansexual bottom, but like that's cool. But kids, I, no kids still loved it, though. The, Girls loved it. Boys loved it. Chiseled. No, boys didn't yeah. love it. Now they love it. They didn't love it. They weren't allowed to love it some, then. Some boys loved it, Sabrina. I'm sure they did, but yes, it was much yes. more suppressed than it is now, which is also fucked up. You know who <laughs> isn't chiseled, though? That's Shrek. Shrek is, is not chiseled, everybody. <laughs> I want to talk about Shrek 5. We can talk about Barbie for a long time. Transition. But Shrek 5, everybody. <laughs> Shrek 5 <laughs> is happening. It's moving forward. I know it's great. I have fun with that transition. Shrek 5 is moving forward. <laughs> DreamWorks is like, give us some more rebooting Shrek. Rebooting it, they're saying. But they said they couldn't reboot it without the OG cast, which doesn't make sense to reboot new people. But you know what? All the cast wants to do it. We talked about Eddie Murphy not too long ago with an interview about how they were doing the Puss in Boots movie. And he was like, they should do a donkey movie. I would do a donkey spinoff. That'd be better than Puss in Boots. Like, a laugh about that. And then the actual... Producer was like, I'll give him a donkey movie and he can also come this, come do this Shrek 5 because that would be fucking awesome. Um, Melo Downey was like, I, without a question, I would give him that. And he also said, like, I'll do that spinoff tomorrow. But also, 
And that makes me excited. He said that because I want him for Shrek 5. And Mike Myers said he'd do one every year if he could. I mean, Cameron Diaz retired, she said. But this is this is voiceover. So hopefully she would come back for this. They're actually talking to everybody. Uh, they're working out deals. It's not worked out yet. But the idea is all the cast is super excited about it. They want to do it. it. There's tremendous enthusiasm, they said, about this. So it's, it's a thing. No, it's going to be a whole new storyline. It's not like it's rebooting, but it's a whole new premise. We're kind of moving forward with this. We're not rebooting it 100%, but it's going to be, you know, different. It's not like we're, you know, continuing, but we are continuing. It doesn't really make sense to me overall, but I'm like, good for them that they're bringing back the OG cast because it is Shrek. And how do you have Shrek without Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz and Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you do it? Sorry, how do you do without them? Hurt. Yeah, well, she hasn't. A, she's the one that I said that she's not like 100% said anything, but they said they are talking to her too, and it, the conversations are all going forward very well. And I mean, everybody's coming back. I can't imagine she wouldn't, but she did just sit her whole thing where she's like, I'm retiring and I had my moment in the sun and I'm done. But this is voiceover. You, you go into your pajamas into a sound booth and you record for a couple hours and you go home and you collect a fat I mean, fucking Shrek paycheck. Shrek proves me wrong. Shrek proves me wrong on my Mario point. Because that was What's when that? it came out in 2001, Shrek wasn't that was an all star cast. You had Mike Myers, uh, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, whoever voiced Farquaad Huge was cast. a big name. Oh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah. Well, Lithgow. That's right. Sorry. I'm drunk. My point Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. My point is completely drink. mute on Mario. I take it all back. I'm sorry, Mario. But this worked oh, though because right. he, Mike Myers was <laughs> right. great, you know. Mike Myers was great, awesome Shrek, and he wasn't the initial Shrek either because it was supposed to be um, Chris uh, Farley, but then Chris Farley died, right, and, right. and then they, and oh, they, then they wanted Mike Myers. Yeah, and they so, had all that that uh, concept, that old weird concept art that's still out on the internet, yeah, like of the all the animatronic stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, uh, readings from it. Um, I don't know why the fuck they're doing this. Uh, Shrek is having a bit of a renaissance even people on tiktok and whatever are remembering shrek and how he, great it was he never he never so went away he, it he never went away wisconsin here madison with madison wisconsin madison wisconsin the center of culture they have <laughs> for, the, for the midwest rachel you're not wrong uh, and, and to, to that point there's a Shrek Fest here every year. It's not something that's really? attended. But yeah, there's a Shrek Fest Shut every the year. actual fuck up. Fest. You are not being serious. No, Mike, you're lying. You're no. lying. There's no Shrek no. Fest. You're all, everyone who's sitting in front of a computer, you can look it up. Oh my God, I'm doing it right now. This is insane. So, Mike, being someone that's gone to Shrek Fest, you hear about Shrek 5, you know you have your best cast ever coming back, your nostalgia, your you love for that? your that was, childhood. That was a spit take right there. I think that's only two or three in my lifetime. It literally it comes up Facebook. Shrek Are you excited back. about Shrek Five and the possibility of the OG cast coming back? I'm wondering if we're just going to see more of these dragon donkey hybrids. Because to be honest, there's not that much that I know more about the series. Uh, Mike Myers, yeah, of course you want to do one every year, man. You're making sixteen million dollars for a week in a booth. Like, what <laughs> Mike knows about this movie is that a dragon and donkey fuck. <laughs> well, you know, oh, we, we pay attention to the things that are important to us. Um, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's funny that we still have all, all the same. The the beautiful thing about, uh, oh I guess, God. 
having people do their voices in animation is that, or and you see it with Optimus Prime too. He, the guy, I'll make this my example. The dude that voiced Optimus Prime in the what nineteen eighty six Transformers cartoon, which was Jim an Cummings. amazing cartoon, also voiced Wasn't it in the Jim most Cummings? recent iteration. If if I'm my information is correct on that, he still it wasn't Peter Cullen. And we don't, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. We don't have to, well, my point is we don't have to see the actors' faces melting in real time, which is what happens to all of us as the as the earth spins. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny that, uh, you know, we're getting to, a, it's like a nostalgia remake because it's been 20 years, it's, but then also it's just the same point. sequel. Like, it's just a sequel. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to be able to cash in, so you know it's going to happen. Whatever. Yeah, it's exciting. It's uh, not a sequel, I'm going to go it's with like some... a quad quote. Like, isn't this like the fifth fucking one or something? Like, it's the fifth and one. They made a Broadway musical. I think they're all. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, the musical is wild. The first one is a sequel. Sabrina, are I you thought... excited about Shrek Five? Yeah. Are you? Do you think this is great, or do you think they should let this, you know, be in the past and maybe uh... if you're reboot it, get a new cast? You know what? I'm going to be. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I am torn. I loved the first Shrek, really loved it. The rest of them are kind of meh, you know. And this last Puss in Boots could go fuck itself, as far as I'm concerned. So it did um, great too. I know it did great, but it was a piece of fucking shit. You fell asleep 19 times, and I endured it to the end, it, and I will never yeah, watch I it again. I went back and watched it. It was fucking meh. It's all been meh. Like the the one that introduced Puss in Boots wasn't awful, um, but like the rest of them in between were just kind of like there. But the first one was really, really Brian drink. The first one was really, really good. It was, and drink again. I, we can't even see you, so I don't even know if you're drinking. I hope you are. Don't be a fucking unnoble fuck. Drink your fucking drink, Lord Farquaad. Lord um, Farquaad. That, that again. You better fucking put a straw on that shit. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. I, I really, really love the first one. And like very rarely there is like a, you know, like with the Saw franchise, like, you know, the first one was great. The second one sucked. The third Every one was great. Every single the song one was sucked. amazing. They're all good. No, no. They're all good. Thumbs up, Rachel. First of, all, first of all, Final mm. Destination is badass. I will I will give you that. But the second Saw movie sucked balls. Hairy, okay, sweaty balls second, that were at the fucking gym the all day. That when they, when script, the pants came off, you ran. It wasn't even supposed to be Saw. And they just slapped it Saw onto it. sucked. The third one, really good. The fourth one, not so much. I'm just saying, Saw, it's it's like there's a there's an ebb and flow. That's the only franchise I can think of right off the top of my head that is not like always spectacular. Can we get a Saw Shrek crossover movie though? Wow, no, no. I think that would terrify everybody. I think it would probably scar people more than Barbie did. Just saying. Barbie is so good. Barbie. Barbie, is, Barbie ruined everyone in my generation's life. So Rachel, are you are you like Kate Moss are you like, ruined my generation? Kate Moss, she blows away in fucking wind and did eight balls of cocaine all day. Right. Like, how did she ruin your generation? So, so Rachel, I want to ask you about this. Are you day. excited? Rachel, are you excited about this at all? Do you think this needs to be made? Or are you uh, are you are you like against us like Sabrina is about that we shouldn't have another Shrek here? Oh, I didn't say I'm against it. I said I was torn. Don't misquote me, sir. I think you can make <laughs> another Shrek, but you need to make it a proper sequel. Don't make it a reboot. Fuck rebooting it. It's still popular. 
It's still there. Just make another one if you want to. Print that money. I don't care. DreamWorks. How is it a reboot with the same actors anyway? Like, how are you going to reboot? It's It's not a reboot. It's a continuation. It's a stupid concept. Yeah, just just be like Toy Story did. Like Toy Story is doing another Toy Story, right? You're doing another Toy Story. You're just calling it Toy Story. Unpopular opinion. Stop making fucking. I'll watch another Toy Story all day. Stop making Cars movies. Make something new. You know what? Make a Wally two if you want to make a sequel. Wow, oh, that was so good. I'll fucking Me watch too. That of was those. so good. I cried. I love Wally. I cried in the theater watching Wally. Me too. Who As did? you should. Yeah. Let's say. Let's say thumbs up or thumbs down. Let's say thumbs up or thumbs down for Shrek two. What do we think? I'm I'm our Shrek neutral. five. I should say. You can make more Shrek. Don't remake it though. I'm doing. Mike, I, I can't see your thumb. <laughs> okay, so we're torn on the Shrek, Mike, everybody. Are you seriously not going to give a thumb? Uh, yeah, sure. It's Mike's art. Up. It's art. Let's it's do it. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Two to medium it. means we're out. We're on board Ten for a Shrek five. Mike tracks. Myers coming back. Never Eddie Murphy's enough. coming back. Cameron Diaz coming back. Let's make this happen. Well, Hopefully, John Lithgow makes sure. an appearance. That's, that's not confirmed. Long. Don't give people bad news. That's not confirmed. She's not confirmed. Are no, you she's just not. But everybody... straight tequila, Sabrina. What are you drinking? Yeah, Hey, is that is that where, uh, is that where the uh, Mike's still drinking tea sleepy from? time tea? Fre- friend of the show, Hornitos. Hornitos, friend of the show, tequila. Is that where Gordon Ramsay got donkey from? The older I, I get, so. the less I want to mix alcohol. I just drink it straight. I'm like, yeah. But good. Shrek Five is coming. Gonna it's gonna happen, drink. everybody. Let's do a little drink to Shrek Five, everybody, because you know why not. Watch Mario. Anyways, now it's time for our featured story of oh, that wow. night. Ah. Okay. In my Barbie world. I'm not lapped in plastic, but it's fantastic. Anyways, so I want to talk about <laughs> what James Gunn said. So James Gunn said there have been conversations about a DC Marvel matchup. That's right. Of course, it makes sense. Like, the fact that he actually is being open about this is pretty fucking awesome. But James Gunn said that him and Kevin Feige have talked about it, and he said, it's a possibility. He said, who knows, all right? That's many years, though, away because, well, I think we have to establish what we're doing first. I would be lying to say that we haven't discussed it, though, but all discussions have been very, very light and fun. I'm certain that's more likely now that I'm in charge with DC. And the fact is, Kevin Feige said a while ago that he said, hey, look, I'm uh, my standard answer for this is never say never. I never thought we'd be this far with the franchise. And we'll see what happens. And like, guns in charge. And then at that point when he was talking about though, he was saying that James Gunn was finishing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The Galaxy 3. He had a lot going on his plate. He was just taking over DC. And, of course, people are asking him immediately because, like, well, if you run – you know, Marvel and he runs DC and he knows you and your friends. Like, why would you not make this happen? You know, it just, it just makes sense across the board for everybody. Now they have had some crossovers in 1996. There was a comic series called DC versus Marvel. And in that they had the company's greatest heroes fighting each other. And they actually let the fans vote who would win. So that mm-hmm. happened in the comics. They also had the JLA Avengers ran from September 2020 or 2003 to 2004 where the superheroes of the Justice League of America and the Avengers were pitted against each other, and they were actually fighting the Grandmaster, who was played by Jeff Goldblum and Thor Ragnarok. So if you know that character, that's who they were fighting. There's a big, big man bad. 
So they have done these crossovers in the comics, but when it comes to the actual movies, everybody's asking for it. GR says it won't happen. GR, it's going to happen. I'll tell you right now, it's going to happen. That's my take on it, 100%. Uh, It's just a matter of time. The fact that they would actually move forward and say this at all right now at this point. Like He was doing an interview with Empire. Out of nowhere, he was like, Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? I've talked to uh, Kevin Feige about this. We've had a conversation. I'm not going to lie to you because James Gunn said a million times that he will not lie to the fans, and he'll be straightforward and be like, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I'll tell you how it is. I'm not going to lie to you about casting. With Superman, he told me before, like, you know, we're not getting James Gunn back. He had a bunch of statements on Twitter, on Instagram. He's actually one of the most, if, if, I, if you ask me, one of the most – like outspoken producers you can find, especially in a big thing like DC or Marvel, that they would actually be this open with the fans on a platform like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or fucking TikTok, wherever you want to fucking tick attack a nipple, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Did you say that so, again, Brian? <laughs> Are you anyways. 60? What happened there? I have Drink. no idea what happened there. Drink. Anyways, <laughs> so I believe James Gunn. Mm. The fact that he would actually say this in person in an interview means that they've had a conversation. It means it's real. I mean, think about this. James Gunn loves comics. You know, he loves them so much. And the fact that he's in charge with DC is huge for him. And you know he wants this to happen because he loves Marvel. He's done Marvel over and over again. So why would he not want to have a crossover? That's why I feel. So let's bring it first. Sabrina, what do you think? Do you think this is a possibility? Or do you think this is just like... That's very interesting. I mean, do you want me not to? No, I'm ready. Let's do it, bitch. What's up? Are you excited about the possibility of this? Do you think that that James Gunn is being true to the fans? Um, again, I love James Gunn, uh, and I I do believe that this is an honest uh, an honest statement. I do believe that there was some sort of a talk. I'm not going to say that it's a sure thing. Absolutely not, because it's it's a bit of a thing, you know, like license wise to be able to do this sort of thing but there are characters who kind of share licenses here and there like you know we've seen with the sony and the fox thing with um spider-man and you know like there's there are things that can be done and james gunn does have a very good working relationship with marvel as he's done all the guardians of the galaxies movies um so i think that is definitely a possibility and I don't know if i support it or not that's the real question for me like i'm not I'm not sure. I kind of like them separate, um, which may sound weird, but I mean, if there was some, like, even like, if you think about like the the War of the Worlds or not the War of the Worlds, what the fuck was the Endgame? Or what was the one before Endgame? What was that one? Civil War? Infinity no. Wars. Infinity Wars. Infinity it, was, War. it was a war. Um, like where it's like 950,000 superheroes fighting against, and I'm, I'm, it was just, it was a lot for me. Like, I'd rather focus on, like, a, a good little bunch and, like, you know, get in there on that. Like, so I, I just, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, everyone wants to see Batman and Iron Man together. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but who That's is Batman? Who is Batman, though? Barbie We're going to find out in the new phrase. That's why James Gunn <laughs> says yeah, he has to establish his people first, what he's doing before we can actually plan that. But the idea is out there. It's out there. And honestly, GR is like, I don't think so, but... He's using it as promotional material. He's just saying it to hype up the new DC era. Because the well, old yes, DC era no, I think it's so possible. fucking hard. Like, you would have to get WB, Sony, and Disney all to agree 
that's not gonna fucking happen. It's but, never but Kevin Feige has some people in his pocket. In, sure, there's people who are friends, but the well, Kevin Feige is like the god of Marvel, so like he could make that happen if he wanted to. But oh, but follow the money, Rachel. WB on on it, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's Freddy versus Jason. I very much like that comment, Lexi. Right. But Rachel, don't you think that right. the money would make they make him so much money, Rachel? Don't you think this is something they would all think is beneficial to everybody? Honestly, DC would have to prove itself first. Marvel has done such a good job in its MCU that DC would have to at least... Right, but James Gunn is a part of that. One. James Gunn made Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of the most successful sure. franchises and I think, of the three. I think James Gunn is the best chance DC has, but 100%. DC's track record is fucking zero. True. Like, they've made too good not zero fun, maybe not zero like, the original but the but michael a, keaton batman come on as that was a, a long time ago universe, who cares though, it was tim burton it was era. fucking epic right but yeah. that was like in the at the time movies. but but still at the time Excellent. those movies those Excellent. batman movies nice. with michael but keaton marvel, were great marvel had and zero footprint at that time I think we need some nerd introspective here from Mike Casey. Mike Casey. Let me finish. Okay, 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 Rich. But you seem like you're not excited about it, Rachel. It seems like you don't even care. Like like, it's not gonna happen. But you're not even listening to what we have to say. So you're being fucking rude. I'm listening to you. No, not you. Him. Him. You're listening to me. He's not listening. I'm listening. Hey. Like, you mean a nerd introspective me and you were having a very thoughtful conversation about the fucking situation i am 100 percent a nerd mcu for life nerd but that's not to say that if dc had a good showing i wouldn't support them as well but dc is showing in the modern era in the post in the post iron man era of mcu being super successful and cohesive mcu or well, dc just dropped the fucking ball Wonder Woman was super fucking successful, the first Wonder right, Woman. Right, but it's, it's a single film. It's not cohesive to the rest right. of the universe. The rest of the universe is shit. It the, doesn't talk to each other in the way that the MCU does. The Snyder Cut also, I thought, was really good. Of, of, uh, Cruz is not in control tonight. Watch a movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, girl, I, like, literally when I've someone asks me, do you want to go tonight. see a movie? I'm like, how many, how many minutes is the movie? And they're like, it's four hours. And I'm like, no, I'm not involved. But I, I put that on no. in my living room and I watched the whole thing. And like, it it didn't feel like it was that long. Which, it really didn't. And it it's cohesive. It hadn't needed five hours to figure it shit It wasn't five hours, way. but it fleshed out things that the, the, the regular cut didn't. Like the regular cut was shit. I literally was like, this is fucking right. shit. I don't want anything to do with it. It's garbage. Like, what is it worth? I know, but watching like the well, the Snyder cut, it was like you got all this backstory so much better. characters that you didn't have. Like it was so, it was and, so much. And more so they're fucking cyborg the got his day in the sun. Cut fucking sucked. Wait, it what? sucked. I didn't hear you. you the, theatrical, the theatrical cut sucked. Were, oh yeah, yeah, it was fucking balls nuts. Josh balls Whedon, nuts, you know. Josh all Whedon the balls nuts. Lick a ball sack. Well, I don't right, but say Josh Whedon also worked will. on the Avengers, which was a great fucking film. Right, but he also touches yeah. children. So and he had that little. He had that that like homeless guy. Hope of sunset. I did my best, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck you, man. You know what I mean? You did your best to make it your movie. You know, but it wasn't your movie. It wasn't meant to be his movie. And right. that's the problem when they do reshoots. It's not meant to be that. And you right. have a movie that's all like a certain tone, and then you try to make it like Avengers, but it's not, it's like the complete opposite. But it's hard to go to in there and do reshoots to change to, it. 
to go back to my point, DCU needs to up its game before it can play with Marvel. Which is what James Gunn kind of said, though, too. He said, like, like we're not ready for that, you know? He's like, of course, we'd love it. I'd love to do that. But like, I'm just starting off rebranding, changing it, trying to do the same thing you're saying, Rachel. Make it all one cohesive story right. that flows into each other that actually works as one narrative as opposed to being what DC was doing before, which was like, you know, I'll do something here. I'll do something there. I'll do something up there. I'll I'll square root I mean, that some bitch and land in the corner over there. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. Mike, what do you think? Do you think this is a possibility, or do you think that James Gunn is speaking out of his glorious asshole? Honestly, Brian, I'm still just reeling from uh, Rachel's hurtful comment about Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, just because it really it, it betrays the depth of her ignorance. So it really makes me feel a lot of compassion for her. I'm sorry. I'm person. from real cities. Uh, well, Word yeah, up. So, so it, where if you could have backpedaled, you really just reaffirmed that whole ignorance. I'm going to double down on um, Madison all day. Fuck you, Madison. You know, the fact but, that you double down on it. I, hold on. I, I, I will quickly say, oh, say that I Googled this fucking Shrek Fest, and it is real, and everyone should Google it. It's fucking terrifying. Shrek Fest is real. Madison was the most educated terrifying. city in the United States all throughout the 90s. Like, if you're going to get my culture in the Midwest. Yeah, it's going to be in Ann Arbor. But Mike, do you think this is a possibility with, with James Gunn's comments and with the world we live in and Feige? Do you think it's real? Uh, yeah, Brian. Can so it happen? Directly address that. <clears throat> I do remember earlier when Rachel said, "Mike, let me know if I'm being too mean." But it seems like she's at this point she's changed her mind. So that that's fine. We're we're all people. I've we all change my our mind era. all the time. But you know, ignorance is something that we have Turn to have passion for. Um, dude, F Faggy and Gun, like they, everybody, everybody wants to see. Yes, it, it really, is. Like it was, you, you said it, Brian. Uh, I want to see Batman getting the Iron Man suit. I want to see Iron Man getting the bat suit. I want them to play around with each other's gadgets. That's not, like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Dude. That's never going to be a thing. Did you literally thing. just say that out loud? How much Western have you drank? Do you, do you know what a Bizarro World comic is? Do you yeah, understand Bizarro, the way yeah, that... Yeah, Bizarro World. Bizarro World, but I don't think that's the fucking thing. I think it's this, like a team-up situation to, like, save the world from shit. I don't think they... they no. Want, it would be know, a battle. It'd have to be a fight. Costumes. Oh, well, my God. Yeah. No, you're uh, obviously. I'm, I'm saying that this is a progressive scenario... Has to be a fight. ...that we have, where... I mean. it, it used to be that cannons had to be totally separate, and now, because people are more familiar with the way that the publishing works, and because the... Publishing happens at a faster rate, and it's more like the comics used to be back in the day. That people can deal with one-offs and changes in cast and crossovers, like, and it doesn't have to be canon forever. And uh, and I think that I don't think that it would uh, be so you know, dumb. It would be so dumb to just do it for a fucking Iron Man in the sofa. Like literally, literally. I I want it so or bad. In, I want it so bad. In each other's cities, DC takes place in fucking Gotham and fuck all America for fucking Superman. Make like, it a whole world, like Super Mario World. Make it, it a whole world where there's these cities, no. these cities, these no. cities that no. live no. there. No. They're always yeah, saying they there's never, like meta humans make, everywhere. They never make, they never make dumb movies, ridiculous. Brian. Stupid things no, that never. Can never happen don't happen in You'd movies. No one weird... would pay money okay. to see something Marvel... that couldn't no. happen. <laughs> Marvel is into the multiverse, so I guess anything can happen now. I know, they've opened like, the door to, like... I'm just saying, after Secret Wars, 
movie. After Secret Wars, which is going to be like, again, Secret Wars is, it's like the battle of all the heroes versus all the villains to save the whole unit multiverse. And that's what they're building towards. So after that, maybe after that blows all open, the DC can step in. I we can have a little... I think Lexi had game. the comment. I think Lexi had the comment to beat here with, uh, you know, Harry Potter, chuck him in the gumbo. Fast and Furious, <laughs> get him in there. We, we'd love that. Well, I would party. be more here for a Fast and Furious crossover with Marvel than a DC crossover. I would They're pretty much superheroes. Be, that wouldn't be stupid or dumb. I that would, would love old That would be DC, though. Dumb, cultural, would highly like cultural, right, Rachel? <laughs> it would be Fast versus DC. That's what it'd be like. It'd be like, because Toretto already is becoming a superhero. I think this next one is putting a cape on and flying away. Because he before... Here's the thing. He's Marvel almost done is that. On decline. Marvel is is declining because all of their marquee brands are pretty much over now. Phase four and five no. are going to be just it continuing its death rattles. And well, they need, to, they need to get to go on the up and up. Then they're going to need to diverse themselves. You don't have Evan uh, Chris Evans as Iron Man anymore. You don't have Tony Stark anymore. They're America. So. It, what are you even going to do with a DC crossover? Chris Evans in an interview recently saying that he didn't know if he could go back to that character again as Captain America because he was like, I did so many great His things, but over. yeah, no, but he's intrigued by it though. He said, so we're so over. You. He's going to come back. He's going to come back for secret wars, secret what, what wars. Tony people? Stark like, will be back. What the fuck have you been doing since you've been Captain fucking America? You did a Netflix series. Right. Like fuck off you dumb fuck. Friend of the show, Chris. Act. Don't be that mean. Friend of the show. Act. 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 Do your fucking job. Who turns down He's a multi-million-dollar job? He's they offered him that job like five times till he said yes. I can. He not. said no multiple times it to Marvel. It is so infuriating. Do you know how many people would fucking give a leg, a limb, a toe, a fucking arm to do your fucking job? And you're like, no, I'm gonna hard pass on that. Fuck you, you fucking ungrateful fuck. I would just love Michael Keaton face to face with Robert Downey Jr. That would be fucking sick. I want that shit all day. I'm down for it though. I prefer, I prefer okay, what fucking... is the story benefit from that? So Rachel, do you want Battenson versus Tony Stark? What do you want? You want no, you want Robert and Battenson? He'll be like, I don't want Battenson. Tony Stark's storyline is over. He's dead. His storyline oh, is done. So much, so Robert so Downey good. Jr. is going off into the good night. He's done. <laughs> yeah, uh, proper. I uh, know he's gonna come back. He's gonna come back because what's gonna what? happen is it's the a Secret multiverse. Wars. It's a multiverse. Let him be dead. The emotional. I don't want him to be dead. Death, he is so good. Nothing. If they Secret him Wars. If anybody Iron knows Man what was... Secret Wars is, it's like he you know they're pulling the people MC from universe. every multiverse. Anytime, all together Iron to fight Man. the best heroes versus the best villains to see who is the best person to save the multiverse. Right Iron and Man, that is where we're going. Iron Man rebooted the MCU universe because nobody gave a shit he about did. it until he, he came did. in and did a fucking great job. So he did. fuck he did all of you job. for fucking being a douchebag about need- it. You he need is to let him have man. the emotional impact of his death. If without the emotional impact of his death, it means nothing. Well, I mean, that's what they do. They bring people back to life. They kill them. They bring, it's, it's fucking fiction. It's getting fiery tonight. They, they call us nerds, Brian. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I am a self-admitted <laughs> nerd. Fuck you, my God. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. I, yell nerd I think from my glass house. <laughs> okay. One of the best okay, things would be so much fun. It would be so much fun to see. I mean, all the DC, all the the Justice League versus the Avengers, or maybe they team up for something. I think that'd be fun. And the fact that James Gunn is char- in charge of DC, and him and Kevin Feige are friends over here at Marvel. I mean, they're already they've already talked about it. this is a real thing. We knew they talked about it though. It's their, I mean, but Rachel, it's it's great though, right? They talk to each other. Like normally, if you didn't have this, this wouldn't happen. If anybody else ran, it has been for years. Zack Snyder's not friends with Kevin Feige, but now we have two friends that are running both divisions. The properties be great, but not together. They're great. Will they have them be great? Well, they should be great. Well, they should be great on their own, but once they're great on their own, then what's next? We get fatigue. What's next is combining them and then ending it. What's next is an original fucking property. I know. Well, then why not let them be good together? Fantasy world. Me, <laughs> this guy. Or let's bring I would back love to see him here. Characters like that, we don't need to have cool, everything yeah. be about the marquees. We don't need to have everything be Iron Man, Spider Man, Batman, and Superman. Let's do someone that, else. That's, well, if Alan Moore would pick sells. up his phone, well, so maybe they would have some original ideas. But Blue he's like, beetle, "Fuck you guys." Beetles. We got, Blue but no beetle, one's doing let's, that. Let's get Zoltana a movie. Let's get somebody a movie. Like. That Blue Beetle trailer looks great, though, by the way. It looks awesome. So I'm like, all about that. You haven't watched it yet? You have to watch Mm -hmm. it because even uh, even James Gunn said, like, I'm keeping him canon. He said that recently in an interview. I'm keeping him canon because he likes that movie so much. It looks like it's done well. Yeah, it's it looks great. It looks awesome. Except I don't think he needs that ship. He can fucking fly by himself. Why does he need a ship? I don't know. So are it doesn't we done make with any Guardians sense. Now? now that James Gunn works for DC, are we done with Guardians? Is this the last one? I, I think it this is. is like, I yeah, think this, this Dave is, this is the end. said he didn't want to do any more. Um, this is the end. Unfortunately, so. Three seems like a good amount to stop on that. Although but Chris really, Pratt said he wants to continue being Star Lord, so we'll see what happens. I'm with sure that. he will. Like, there's so many crossover. Friend of Rachel's show. Not a friend of Rachel's show. <laughs> Chris Evans is friend of Rachel's show. That's America's ass. I do That's not America's like Chris ass. Evans. Chris Evans can go fuck himself. As Let's far run as down the Chris's for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's. Good I actor. like Chris Evans. He's like ish. Chris, he's ish. Chris Pine he's is the least controversial Chris. I love Chris. He's also Pine. the worst Chris. Exactly. He's also he's the no. worst Chris. He's no, not the worst. Not How the dare worst you? Chris. How fucking How dare, dare you? you? He's Chris Pine. Nepotism he's Chris. Like he's he's okay. the no, nepotism no, Chris. No, no. Chris Pine is like my you number two. You want to talk two. about the nepo Chris? Pratt is married to Schwarzenegger's <laughs> daughter. Yeah, but that was before he was famous. That That's was a, after he was famous. I mean, he was working after at a, he, he was a bartender in Hawaii when he got, his, he got his actual break. So someone gave him a chance there. So Chris... Uh, I know. Chris, get, Pine, that's, Chris Pine is, is an actor. Chris Pine is my number two. Well, Chris Pine also his dad was famous. No, so he's my third. Who's my two? I think James Marsden is the number three Chris. That's James Marsden's the fucking fine. shit. He's the biggest on the show. I feel like he should be a Chris though. Like his vibe scene. Well, he he looks like him. He's got that brown hair and that white dude shit going on for him. You know. Looks like who? He looks he like a white like, guy. He's a, he's a Chris. Sabrina. He, he doesn't look like Chris fucking Pine or Chris fucking. He does. Like, he fits in there. I, I agree with Mike. talking about does not even have the same color hair. You're being ridiculous. You know what I agree with Mike? Because I, I've also doubled a lot for Chris. Yeah, uh, I, I, I almost call him Chris. James Marsden. James so Marsden, Brian gets in that category. So let's do that shit all day. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, everybody, Chris thank you for being here on Cruise Control. We appreciate you as always. Rachel, thank you for being here on this crazy happy Friday. Hopefully you uh, had a great night and, and and you can speak your piece about Barbie all day, every day. We love it. It's great. You know, Barbie will live forever. Barbie. Friend of the Barbie show, Barbie. Friend of the show. Mike, thank you so much for being here. As always, thank you for bringing your... Your, your, your zaniness, your, your nerdness, and your happiness to the nation that is Cruise Control. Yeah, Appreciate you as always. Opinionated comic ladies. That's the spinoff for 200 subscribers. Mike Casey, coming live. 200 <laughs> subscribers. Sabrina, thank you so much for being here as well as our co-host here all the way from Florida. Thank you so much from Destin, Florida. How are you doing tonight? Great. Um, uh, yeah, but I think we covered that, but yeah, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody out there, thank you so much for joining. Please tell your friends, your My, family, your, your little chinchilla, your little doggy. beard day. Thanks, Lexi. <laughs> Please tell your beard people out there. Please tell your shaved people out there. Please tell your family, your friends, your naked people, your quadriplegics, your what? little chinchillas, your, <laughs> your fucking trees in your front yard. Louis C.K., Sabrina, get with the program. <laughs> oh. Tell your control. We're at 203 subscribers. Hopefully we're at 300 before the month is done. Love you so much. Thank you for being here as always. And as I always say, have a great night. And we will see ya. See ya.